This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are live here this morning. I know. Uh, computer Talk. Bob <laughs> is an MCSC. Bob Shorey, he comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We were off for the past couple weeks trying to get uh, rested and relaxed if possible. The thing about IT is that you come back and it's always something going on. You know, you can't get away from it. But I try to keep my cell phone out of reach while I was gone for a week. <laughs> Microsoft, with their updates, has a real tendency to be able to keep us busy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we're back to the days when updates break things. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so we're going to be here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out. As we always talk about, we talk about news and technology news, and this is not something that you should be too surprised about. So we're still in the era of net neutrality, right? Free and not free and open, but uh, uh, all packets created equally and uh, treated equally so that everyone can sing Kumbaya together. Um, but the folks at Cox, as I'm sure you've seen with other Internet providers, are going to start hitting you with data caps and then whacking you 50 bucks a gig when you go over. I'm sorry, 10 bucks a gig for every 50 gigs. 10 bucks for every 50 gigs, if I can get that right. So uh, the folks at Cox are going to start whacking you like they've been doing in uh, Arizona, Louisiana, Nevada, Oklahoma, and, uh, of course, Arkansas, California, Connecticut here, Florida, and Georgia, Iowa, and uh, Kansas and others. So as you rush to cut the cable, which we're all trying to do, stop paying for channels that we don't want to watch – and sitting back and saying, oh, we've got these great content providers whose packets are treated so equally <laughs> that we'll start streaming this and downloading that. And everyone will sing Kumbaya, be happy. They've got their monthly cost of $65 for their internet, and everyone's happy. Well, no. Now that you're streaming the heck out of stuff and you're killing folks like Cox's um, bottom line because you no longer want ESPN 1, 2, 3, 4, and 8, uh, they're whacking you. And uh, 50 um, gigabytes is really nothing. And to get hit with 10 bucks per 50 gig, you could see your cable bill go back up to that $280 number you love so much. You think that that rate doesn't have anything to do with people's data usage? It does. Exactly, Bob. What are you talking about? Of course, you think talking that about. they didn't crunch the numbers and say, hey, how do we keep their bills at this rate? Uh, exactly. So one terabyte of data is all you get. Um now, one terabyte, you look at your phone, right? cellular, they're talking about you know family plans. And I'm, I'm proud to say that our family shares four terabytes, and everyone's amazed. This is, is one terabyte. Terabytes or gigabytes? Terabyte. Terabytes a lot. A thousand. It's only a thousand gigs. We mean a lot. A thousand gigs. It's nothing. Oh, come on. That's nothing <laughs> for a full family. So four terabytes on a cell phone is what you're trying to share with your, with, your, with your family members, and you can't figure out how to do that. If your internet provider wants to whack you... For every 50 gigs above that, your bill's going to get huge. I think they should give you four teraflops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not giving you nothing, Bob. So uh, the reason I bring this up, again, this is in the era of net neutrality, right? Equal and equal, All packets created equally and treated equally. 
uh, the the content providers like Netflix and Google and uh, Apple TV and what have you don't care, right? They're, it's not their problem. This is your problem because you've got your internet provider. If you get rid of net neutrality and let the internet providers start whacking you for prioritization of your packets, all of a sudden, Apple and Google and those folks would say, oh, darn it. Now i got to figure out how to get Bob his, U- his YouTube because he's, uh, he's uh, getting killed on his internet. So they're going to have to offer competition. But So if I buy, uh, let's say, Comcast or Cox or somebody's uh, charter, mm-hmm. their premium service, maybe I can get specific channels at a discount. I don't know. That do doesn't mean? count against my quota. Uh, not now you can't. <laughs> Net neutrality wouldn't allow that. Net neutrality wouldn't allow that. So I'm sure you're seeing it. I'm curious if anybody's out there who's been whacked by some of these bills. Uh, I've heard it um, that from folks that I know that have been hit with these uh, overage charges by their internet provider. So you know, you, you cut the cable. You thought you were going to get away with not paying $200 plus a month for your cable line. The folks at Cox and Comcast are going to be whacking you with overages so and wait till it's it's gonna this is just the beginning i mean they're gonna start charging you by the gigabyte for everything i mean you're gonna have your music in the cloud that you paid a dollar a song for to put it up there just to pay uh just to stream it back to yourself at ten dollars every 50 gigabytes you're well, gonna you're gonna it be costs getting you money to send it up and it costs you money to bring it back. yeah <laughs> and again in the days of us, us silly kids and with walkmans and and uh you know tape players we didn't pay anything it was a mixtape that cost us nothing, and we could play it as often as we wanted to. It was strapped to our hip, but a little, little, you know, wasn't as stylish as streaming it on the cloud. Mm. But to be hit that way, I think people are gonna. What about these these companies that put all their data up in the cloud? Oh, wait till they start paying. Well, they already are paying a lot because they have to keep paying for more and more bandwidth. But the more you stick up there, the more these internet companies are gonna whack you to bring it back. See, they're paying for bandwidth now. Are you, they're gonna pay them like. A rate for bandwidth and a rate for the uh, right da- data. Right, that's that's what Cox doing, right? So you figure my my Cox service at, at home is sixty five megabits, but that has nothing to do with how much data I download. The data cap, right? So that they get you coming and going. They oh, get yeah. you for your pipe, and then how much you use through that pipe. Okay. So I could pay I could pay for a teeny little pipe, you know, like a like a little half inch water pipe, and then but if I needed to get a swimming pool full of data. That little yeah. half-inch water pipe is going to take me a month to get that swimming pool full of data. So you got to get a big, expensive yeah. water pipe, right? Or in this case, an internet pipe. So look out, folks. You're going to start seeing your your cable-cutting bills are going to shift over to your internet side. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's time to take up a new hobby like camping, <laughs> running, they fishing. Probably, they have Wi-Fi in those <laughs> areas, too. So what do you got, Bob, for news? Oh, uh, well... This is kind of technology related. Yeah, kind of. Uh, well, I got a few of them that are good. You know, yeah. it was hard finding news today. All right. So, and I'm surprised, but mm-hmm. uh, there's rumor. Yeah, a there's, rumor. There's a new Apple Watch coming this this year by the end of the year. Is it slimmer so, and yeah. lighter? Well, this is a rumor. And faster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it costs the same as the first one. It's, first a, it's three. a cellular Apple Watch, ah, reportedly. So okay. you can get wrist cancer. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you got to be careful how you hold it. So yes. you don't want to hold it wrong. Yeah. Okay. Like most smartwatches, the Apple Watch usually needs to be connected to a phone for most of the apps. Right, work. right. But according to a new Bloomberg report, that could change by the end of the year. All right. Bloomberg's 
Mark Gurman reports that Apple is planning a new version of the Apple Watch, one with its own LTE cellular data connection oh, by the end of 2017. Right. German has a solid track record for Apple leaks. Ah, okay. That's all country Gotta plug leaks. these leaks. We got leaks everywhere. <laughs> a big calendar. The report isn't completely clear about which cellular carriers would offer the watch, though Apple is reportedly already in talks with U.S. and Europe, and some sources explicitly named AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile is planning to sell it in the U.S. Mm. It's also not clear if... All new Apple Watch devices would have LTE, or only some of them. Oh, yeah. They, they like to stratify that a bit. Apple sells Wi-Fi-only versions of the iPad and charges a premium for the cellular models. Right. One of uh, Bloomberg's sources says Intel is supplying the LTE model for the new Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. And Apple didn't immediately reply to a request for comment. So you're, you were talking, you know, off air a little bit. This could be you're finally getting your Dick Tracy watch. Yeah, that's uh, when I'll consider it. But you know, there again, it depends on the price because you know how much we pay extra for that uh, Apple yeah. name. The Apple, the <laughs> Apple tax, it's called. The Apple tax. And just yeah. imagine too, if you actually had a that Dick Tracy concept of the of the screen, and you're looking, you're doing your Skype on your watch. The angle, you know, you're gonna be looking up somebody's nose, you know, nostrils. There, you're gonna have to hold your watch kind of in a weird way, like. Evenly with your face, right? Like a, you know, so that the you're not giving the person a weird angle up at your, you know, up at your chin or something like up your nose or what have you. And then your arm's going to get tired, and you're going to have some sort of well, shoulder issues. Sure and orthopedic folks, you're going to have to fix your your Apple Watch shoulder because you're skyping. I mean, it's just yeah. And just be... don't make sure you don't have any <laughs> boogers hanging out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see with the Apple Watch, and be careful with that wrist cancer because oh my goodness. I mean, all the studies about cell phones and brain cancer. Now you're going to have LTE right there on your wrist, right? So Right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> and by the way, we don't believe there's any cancer with cell phones. Nothing, nothing's been ever, ever been connected. Um, all right. So we'll step up for a quick break. we got three lines open for you guys. Feel free to get online. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Bob and I are here live helping you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We'll be right back. Use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, upgrade it, charge it, point it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it, cut it, paste it, save it, load it, track it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, drag and drop it, zip, unzip it, lock it, fill it, call it, find it, view it, call it, jam it, lock it, surf it, scroll it, pause it, click it, cross it, crack it, switch it, fade it, paint it, print it, tune it, print it, scan it, send it, fax, rename it, touch it, print it, play it, pop it, technologic, one more time. And we are back. A little pentatonics for you. Heard that uh, over my holiday break, and I kind of liked it. A little geeky. Uh, and Daft Punk's pretty cool, too, but pentatonics do a great job. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We've got uh, three lines open for you. I know you guys are probably like, ah, they're probably on vacation. No. Us geeks, they pull us out. They let us go from the basement for maybe a week at a time, and then that's it. Then we have to get back in the basement and help you guys out. <laughs> so here we are. We're gonna be. We're gonna go to uh, Rich in Bristol next. Hey, Rich. Morning, Eric. Morning, Bob. Good morning. Morning. You can't go on vacation, you know. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> this is uh, Clarinet Rich. Hey, 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 Rich. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. Good. Looking forward Hi. to starting up again. It's gonna be fun. Yes, it is. Uh, I got two issues. Yeah. Uh, this is with the uh, HP desktop running Windows 10. Okay. Um. The monitor has been flashing colors over the past, oh, I'll say, three weeks. All right. So randomly? I'm sorry? Kind of randomly? Yeah. All right. Yep. So she, you know, 
uh, it's my wife's machine, basically. She uh, shuts it off and mm -hmm. restarts it, and everything is back to, to normal again. Mm -hmm. I, you know, Googled it, and what, what Microsoft said was to update the drivers, and the drivers are updated. Okay. Any other thoughts? My first uh, thought would be to check the connections on the ends of your cables, because sometimes if they're not screwed in really tight... It's a laptop. It's, it's an all-in-one. Oh, it's a laptop. No, it's all built in, all right? All-in-one. Yeah. Ooh, that's not good. So you could have a bad a bad screen, Rich. Yeah, it could be that, yeah. Starting to go. It could be. How old is the machine? Uh, Probably two to three years. Oh, that stinks. Is it still under warranty? Uh, don't think so. Okay. I mean, we already had the uh, one of the drives replaced in it. Oh, boy. That was what I had talked with you about. Oh, okay. I remember that now. Yeah. So after that, it's still having issues with, um, well, with the hardware. It, it's been almost a year, I guess, since we had the driver replaced. So. Jeez. So if you're getting the weird splashy colors there, like Bob said, if it was a computer, you'd assume that it was a, 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 a cable that was not fully yeah. connected. Yep. But That would have been my initial thought, too. Yeah. But this splashy issue, if you've got the driver updates going on, it could be a problem with the monitor. I don't know. Can you add an external monitor to this all-in-one? Is there a port for another monitor, Rich? Uh, that I do not know, but I can check. If there is, you could always plug in an external monitor, yeah, see if you get the same result. She has one downstairs. Perfect. And you can see if you get the same result. If you get the same result on the plugged-in one, it may not be the monitor. It might be some. It might be the video card the itself. The video card that's embedded, yeah. But it's still probably a physical problem. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, without any more information, it's probably all we could guess is it sounds like, like a physical issue because you've done all the software updates. Yeah. And it happens randomly after you use the machine. So Right. And it's not, not every day. Right. You never know when it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Issue number two, the dreaded talking voice has been coming through <laughs> her machine uh, with <laughs> calling the number because she's been infected. We have malware bytes on there. We, yeah. We've got uh, what Windows Defender. I, I have CCleaner on there. Yep. Something Any got through. Thoughts? Yeah, so something got through. Do you do you run the open DNS solution we've talked about in the past? Uh have not done that. All right. So she's going here you got you guys are going somewhere. Um that's getting you in trouble where the uh, the bad guys are putting this on your system and you have that voice coming out of nowhere. Um so you still you have malware on your machine, but I'm sure Bob and I both are in agreement there. Um what other tool could he use besides CCleaner? Well, and he may not have the malware. It's just a matter of going to that site. But then when it opens the box, it doesn't let you close it unless you can open up a task manager to shut it off. But it's, it's in the background. He's not, you're not seeing it, right? Right, Rich? You just right. hear it. Yep. That's it. Oh, man. And, you know, yeah. I restart, reboot the machine, and... It goes away. Yep. So you have, I would think you have some sort of malware on there. What other tool could he use to scan besides... Well, is your malware bytes up to date? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I I think that it's probably not not staying there. Okay. And if you if you get it early enough, if you can stop it early enough, you get it before it actually has a chance to install. Because that particular one, in, in my experience, if you kill it while it's still talking, how would he do that? Hmm? How would he do that? It is happening all the time. Yeah, it's got to be a process that's running. It would show up in the task manager. I kill him by going to the task manager. Okay, so you think it's being reinfected every time? Well, I'm thinking they might be going to the same the same site, same site, and that's where Open DNS comes in, Bob. Ah, uh, Rich. 
Yeah. Um, if you put OpenDNS in place, so if, if you kill the if you kill the um, task that Bob's talking about, but the th- thing is to figure out which one. And right. I would also look at your uh, default websites when you open your browser. You know how you can set in oh, right. what your home pages are. Make sure that that hasn't been changed. Or clear the cache on it all. Anyways. And that too. If you clear the cache, yeah, you could have a browser hijack. That's happening. Okay. So, um, the other AV tool you could try is Webroot. That's a good uh, antivirus um, beyond Defender if you want to get to something more real. Run OpenDNS, you'll be much more safe, so this won't happen again. Right. Um, but Bob thinks you're going to the same place to, to reinfect yourself. Because you do have some pretty good tools. Malwarebytes is a good tool in place there. So Yeah. Um, yep. he, he's just thinking you're, wherever you're surfing is hooking you up again with this. Well, malware. not me. It's the wife. No, so. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing too is that if it's there long enough, it can re- reset your home pages so that right. you're going back to their page. Right. So Got it. clear it. Try OpenDNS. Follow the instructions on OpenDNS, Rich. It's really straightforward. You're not really loading anything. Right. And uh, it'll be a safer search for her. Um, you can click off to block malware, block malicious sites, and uh, if you follow the instructions, you can put a little a little client on your machine because most likely you have a variable IP address with your internet. Yep. And if you put that little client on your machine, um, if your IP address changes from your cable provider, just your your settings will still hold. Remain the same. Yeah, and okay. uh, it's worth it's worth doing. Trust me, I, I put it on everybody, every friend I, rec- I ever talked to. You, you got to run Open DNS, guys. You got to run through a secure DNS because the internet providers do not do a good job. Right, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, gentlemen. All right, Rich. Let me know how it goes. Stay, stay dry. All right, you in too. A couple weeks. All right, very good. All right. Bye-bye. Clarinet Rich. Uh, Bristol Brass and Wind is what he's talking about. We're part of a community band, and uh, if you're looking to start, be part of a, a great community band, there's a lot, a lot of them in your in your neighborhoods. Believe it or not, you have no idea how many are out there from West Hartford, Simsbury, South Windsor, Plainville, Bristol. If you play an instrument, you could definitely get your brain firing up again and join some of these great community bands and there's some great people in there and make some great music. So it's worth I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it if you want to. Keep your uh, faculties sharp and you, as uh, we keep getting older these days. <laughs> so when are we out of here, uh, Matt, another 30 seconds? Another minute? All right. So let's get Bob on the line here to have him talk about his issue. Hey, Bob, you there? Yes, I'm here. What can we do uh, for you, sir? We may have to I go to a break, my, though. My question is a lot like the guy just before me, I think. I, I just got in at the end of the conversation, but mm. I've been getting this uh, uh, big flashing screen that comes up and I can't do anything. I can't shut anything off. So, uh, what does the screen say? Uh, that I've been infected. Call Microsoft at a, an 877 yeah. number. And, uh, you know, I'm not dumb enough to do that. But Good. now I think it's coming in through Firefox because I just installed uh, Chrome on there and I can go into Chrome and I'm not getting the same thing. Yeah, so your Firefox could have had a browser hijack, like Bob said earlier, that is forcing that screen to come up. So you clear your cache, that probably takes care of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I would recommend to you, that, like I did with Rich, use OpenDNS. What's OpenDNS? I, 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 didn't, I didn't catch that. You, if you want to hold uh, through the uh, news, I can explain it to you or I'll explain it to you off air after, I mean, after we come back from the news if, if you don't want to hold. Sure. All right, that's, that's what fine. we'll do. Want to hold then? Sure, I'll All right, hold. That's yeah. what we'll do. Hang on one sec. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around. Everything we talk about will be posted on our Facebook page. If you like, if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, it'll go to your news feed. We'll be right back.
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we've got Bob held on the line. He's got he's dealing with some uh, some fairly innocuous ransomware. You there, Bob? Yeah, I just uh, turned the computer on. I've had it off since this started happening. But uh, I opened up Firefox and got a screen that says there's a big uh, yeah. triangle that says, well, this is embarrassing. And uh, <laughs> Firefox is having trouble recovering your windows and tabs. Right. This is usually caused by reopening a web page. And removing one or more tabs you might think might be causing the problem. Well, down underneath, there's a window with three things listed. The first one is uh, with a blue check on the left of it. One says Window 1. <laughs> the second one, and I did not open this web page, says right. Naked Underage Girls. Oh, boy. And the third one is add-ons manager. Add-ons. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about this off-air a little bit. So, yeah, we we are going to put a link up there for you on Computer Talk, but Bob wants to give you some insights here. Yeah, basically uh, it's the add-ons, and, and your, your browser's been hijacked. Right. Yeah. So you're going to need to uh, take care of that. And we do have a... Uh, a uh, website that we're going to post for uh, Norton for Norton that puts it up and it tells you what to do basically you can download this Norton power eraser for free and that'll go through and fix it usually okay. uh, the um, uh, malware bytes will take care of it but yeah I, I do have malware bytes and I have uh, Windows Defender and I just Check them both, and they're just saying it. everything's fine. But that's... because you don't really have um, malware per se, you have a browser hijack. So it's yeah. it's so, basically just a bad website, and that's where OpenDNS would have come in. So basically, you got to go in where your tools are, and you got to look at where your add-ons are. Yeah. And find the add-ons that you don't recognize and disable them. Because yep. once they're in there, you really can't get rid of them. It's very difficult. Or you could just uninstall Firefox completely. Yeah, because I, 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 I think if I go and I open up the, uh, say, I've got Yahoo attached to my Firefox. If mm-hmm. I go and open that up, I think this message is going to come back on. Yeah. So I think the easiest way is to just uh, uninstall Firefox. And, you uh, can. That's it. That is an easiest way to solve the issue. Um, but you browse to the Chromecast location, and you'll get the same thing again. So yeah. you need to implement OpenDNS. Okay. And that will help greatly to uh, prevent this from happening again. Okay. And you do have a link on your on your website? Probably a billion of them if you go to the archived <laughs> links of computertalkwithtab.com. All we're telling you to do with OpenDNS is use a safer information superhighway than the wide open one you're using from your Internet provider. Okay. And you can configure how safe you want it to be. So you're putting in IP addresses that are what? 222, what is it again, Bob? Um, 207.0. Uh, oh. Come on, Bob. You have that off the top of your head all the time. <laughs> there's, a, there's two IP addresses for OpenDNS that you're going to change in for your DNS settings. And you're gonna, okay. now you're going to fly more safely through the Internet. And then you can configure a more secure way to browse within that further to say, I don't want any malware. I don't want any malicious sites. I don't want any, I don't want any underagegirls.com sites. The stuff that you just brought up there. 208.67. Dot two 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 dot two 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 and two oh eight dot six seven dot two two zero dot two two zero. Right. So And we'll put up a link for that too. Okay. It's to be Very to good. be brutally honest. I mean I saw this on the Today Show. This guy did a uh, a way to protect yourself from malware and, and all he said was 
don't open emails that are from people you don't know. Well, believe it or not, most of the malware comes from people you know. They've been hijacked and don't yeah, realize I, it. I never open anything. Don't <laughs> you don't even open emails anymore, right, Bob? Um, <laughs> but he forgot all the important things. He talked about backing up your stuff to an external hard drive. Well, that's great, but if you leave the external hard drive plugged into your computer, it gets infected yeah, too. So he didn't tell you anything important there. The key thing is to prevent it. So you want to be yeah. prophylactic. Yeah, and that's what OpenDNS is all about. You yep. can you can be much more safe if you stay off the bad sites and are pr- protected. Okay. All right, Bob. I appreciate it. You got it, sir. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too, bye-bye. All right, so let's move on to Bruce in Torrington next. Morning, Bruce. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up, sir? Uh, well, here's the deal. I Somehow I uh, erased the program that goes to my uh, my copier. My computer and copier are no longer friends with each other. Oh, I look for the programming disk. It's a it's a Lexmark, and it works great. It's a great copier, great imagery, everything. Yeah. But I lost the disk. Is there any way that I could tie this to the computer without the disk? Yeah, you should be able to go to Lexmark's website and download it. Well, you know what? I I, I did <clears> that. <throat> maybe maybe I'll have to double check that. I, I maybe I got somebody that's associated with them. And I had the guy look through it, and he tied my computer with his computer, and he said, geez, got got a bunch of junk here, blah, blah, blah. It's going to cost you $135 to clean this up. Oh, brother. That don't make sense. No, that makes no (laughs) – who did you – you called a guy who's associated with Lexmark? Is that what you just said? Well, I I, I looked up uh, Lexmark uh, on the internet, and without looking at the subtitle underneath, I just clicked on that one, and I got somebody. Oh, don't do that. And he was willing to clean up the computer and Uh. everything, and what he did, he – he tied his computer with my computer, so he I could see his mouse working, and he looked around. He says, well, you've got a bunch of stuff here. Junk, you really should clean this up. We could do it for you, but before oh, I could do that, I've got to clean it up. And I said, nah, that didn't sound right. That's, get back to you. that's creepy. He, yeah, it was stupid. Um, but so I, I should be able to get to the actual Lexmark. Yeah. Um, What's the model of the device? We'll get it for uh, you. The model is a Lexmark X5495. And it is old, but I mean, it it works great. I mean, unless I got to get rid of it, so I don't know. No, no. Uh, we if if it's out there, um, there are Lexmark X five four nine five drivers for Windows eight point one. What operating system are you using? Oh boy, you got me in there. I got a I got an HP Pavilion Slimline computer, and I am uh, Windows ten, Windows seven, Windows eight, Windows. Well, you know, let me back up a minute here. Okay. Yeah. I go to download the new upgrades. I'll go. I'll go to a program to buy something. And it says your browser needs to be upgraded, right. and then they give you choices of upgrading. So I do Firefox or whatever. I download it. Now a friend of mine says, "Yeah, you've downloaded it, but now you have to give your computer access to use it." You gotta. You gotta. App, you gotta ac- execute it. Yes, but okay, you should. How do I do that? You That's- shouldn't have to download it per se. You should just be able to go to Firefox and go to Help and About, and it'll update it for you. Okay. Unless you're running an operating system that's really old here, Bruce, which you've kind of evaded that question. Do you, do you know how to find out how, your, how old your operating well, you know, system it probably, is? It probably is an old operating system. Yeah. Do you know how to find that? Do you know how to go to control um, panel? Uh, I'm, I'm in front of my panel right now. Are you in front of control panel? Can you get into control panel on the computer? Uh, well, uh, I've got my keyboard and I've got my all my little apps in front of me. What do I yeah. need to go to? Um, how can we help him here? Can Bob? he hit Program? start and run? Can you do start and run? Or start, is there a search? search uh, oh, I'm starting searches on the bottom. Okay, yeah. in the search, type yeah. in Winver, one word, W-I-N-V-E-R. 
Drum roll, please. I'm going to say he's got Windows 7. W-I-N... Well, v as in Victor, E as in Edward, R as in Robert. Winver. We want to know what version of Windows you're running. Okay, hold on. This works with all versions of Windows. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, this is uh, Windows and uh, Vista Home Premium. Vista? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, God, I'm a version 6. Oh, my goodness. Vista. Uh, One of the worst operating systems out there. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so... We asked that because the the driver you need to download for your Lexmark has to be compatible with Windows Vista. So if you downloaded a Windows 8.1 driver for your old Lexmark, she no worky. Okay, so I should I should basically get another computer. Uh, I, well, sure, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is the right yeah, thing okay. to do. Uh, instead of, if you know, instead of going any further, it is a, it works great. And I really don't use the computer a lot for anything like games and stuff like that, right. for news and stuff. But it's getting to the point, I guess. Uh, you're not secure, Bruce. If you use this thing for any kind of banking or financial, any kind of money management or anything, it's a dead operating system. So the updates and the security updates are not happening from what I would okay. tell you. So stay. I would tell you it is time to get current. Can I, let me ask you a question. If I brought this someplace to be upgrade, can they take this? Don't do it. Don't do it? No, that Vista machine has got to be a decade old. Okay. And if they actually said they'd be happy to, they're taking yeah. good money from you. Because okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my guys. Uh, yeah, I'll take your advice. I guess it's time to unload this thing. Yeah, it served you for like a... an ashtray holder out of it or something. <laughs> an ashtray holder? An ashtray holder? There you go. Yeah, well, whatever whatever floats your boat. Whatever works. Yeah. You can uh, use it as okay, a plant stand. I won't take any more of your time, and uh, thanks a lot, uh, and I'll just get a new computer. All right, Bruce. It's a good start. You got it. Bye-bye. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, we want to help you guys with your systems, but and we and, and we understand old systems because we have many clients. Uh, we, have, you know, we support over 6,000 systems in our client base, and uh, many of them uh, can, could be found to have some older operating systems because – they're connected to maybe old machines uh, that are running laser welders or are running, you know, uh, they're running, um, you know, multi-access grinders. They, they throw in these uh, XP computers and the manufacturer of the machine doesn't well, want to be happy to sell you a new version of that machine, but it's going to cost you an arm and a leg because it's plugged into this monster tool. So we're used to dealing with old systems, but uh, trying to get something new for your home is really a good idea. Anything Windows 7... And older, if it's five plus years or older, don't spend too much money on it. It, it should be replaced. If you get six plus the years out of the machine, you've done well. Wear out yeah, eventually. So we're going to step out for a quick break, right, Matt? Get back to more of your calls. We have three lines open. It is August fifth. We are live. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk. Three lines open for you. Feel free to get online. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, helping you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I was down in the uh, Outer Banks. is where we go, typically go for our vacation. And, and I decided, okay, you know, I'm on the beach all week. I get to see my physique all week. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to work on that. And uh, so I got to Fitbit out and started trying to get it on there. I had, to, I had to do a password recovery on the silly app and re-log in, re-sync. I mean, it took 20 minutes before I could take a walk to get my stupid Fitbit <laughs> bit going. I mean, this is technology, and it's like, I, 
I already didn't want to go for the walk, and now I got to take twenty minutes just to make the stupid Fitbit talk to my phone again and log in. Hey, how you doing, Eric? Welcome back. I mean, give me a break. It's not supposed to be so difficult for everything. You know? Yeah, but they got to be secure because they don't want anybody to hijack you. Hijack my Fitbit? I don't care. <laughs> if you want to see how many steps I took in a week? Go ahead. But uh, I just find it really just annoying as heck. Or even like HBO Go or Netflix, the, the iOS changes on your TiVo or iOS changes on your other app, uh, your other device that you're using. You could have to re-put in those credentials, and then you got to go to your your got to go to your binder, go find their credentials, do, or do a recovery if you forgot them. I just wanted to watch a movie. In the old days, all I did was stick a CD in the drive and push play or VHS tape. But, of course, we had to rewind. That was a big pain when nobody rewound. Oh, yeah. You oh. had to start by rewinding. Yeah. That would make everybody angry, right? So back then, it was like, be kind, rewind, right? Yeah, so big signs. Right, right. So we were so impatient back in the 80s that it was a thing to be kind and rewind. Yet it can take me 20 minutes to connect a stupid Fitbit to my app. And that's okay. We're okay with that. Or my Netflix password changes, and we have to go password recovery, wait for them to send the new thing, log in. We're okay with that. But be kind, rewind. was like the end of the world if you stuck your VHS tape in there and they hadn't rewound it well, yet. Well, there were some things that you know you just couldn't live without, like the 12 <laughs> o'clock flashers. <laughs> yeah. But imagine how ballistic we would get when the thing was not rewound. I can't watch Top Gun for the next 10 minutes as it rewinds. Come on. All right. Let's go to Joe in Hartford. What's up, Joe? Hi. Hey. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Um, I'm having a problem with my computer, and I just wanted you to give me an idea of what it might be. It came to the um, right place. Yeah, it started this a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I think, two times it's done it. When you start the computer, everything's fine. Then after a bit, suddenly anything that where you might type or you're in a program where if you push a, a letter it would go to that item that began with that letter. P's start going across like the P is held down. Oh, a stuck key? Yeah, but it doesn't appear to be a stuck key. I pried the key off. Of course, now I can never get it back on. (laughs) (laughs) So you broke the keyboard. (laughs) Yeah, but no, it it goes up and down fine. Hmm. I I tried a vacuum over it, and it did stop it for a bit. You might have got a crumb in there or something. Well, it it just doesn't seem to fit because I uninstalled the keyboard of the laptop. Oh, okay. It's a laptop. And I used another keyboard. An external um, one? Yeah. yeah. And um, it started it again. Hmm. So, and I don't think it'd be the one I had uh, attached. No, but it could be the keyboard controller in the laptop is broken or has an issue. Um, that could be the issue because, again, you plug in an external one and you get the same result. And yeah. it's always the letter P, right? Yes. I, we'll do a quick Google on whether or not a repeating P is some sort of malware we've never heard of. Yeah, um, I ran malware bytes too, just to see if anything was there. Nothing showed up. <laughs> I've been trying all kinds of different things. And the thing is, it it doesn't do it immediately when you start the thing. Then... You know, I got it by the vacuum to stop, or if I shut down and go back in, sometimes it won't do it for a bit, and other times it'll do it again right away. So, Oh, my goodness. My computer keeps typing the letter P repeatedly. 
This yeah, is a Windows well, you 7 can't do issue. Anything. You know? That's Windows 7. Windows 8, my, my laptop keeps typing letter P repeatedly. This is an HP. Is yours an HP? Yes. Oh, boy. It's HP. Um, <laughs> it's an actual issue. <laughs> it's only a couple years old, maybe three at the most. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. <laughs> I just was wondering, is this going to cost me an arm and a leg, or should I just invest in another one? Well, did uh, Matt get your credit card before you called? Did I what? Did Matt here, our, our producer, did he get your credit card number before no, you called? No. Oh, then you're fine from us. We're not going to charge you anything. No, no, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, is it worth me fixing it? I figured there's going to be a few hundred dollars probably. Well, uh, let's see. I found an answer here that may be it. All right, what do you got? It says go to the start, go to the control panel, and uh, type in keyboard. And yeah. Under the character repeat, move the repeat delay slider to the left or right to increase or decrease how long you must hold down a key before the keyboard character repeats. Then click OK. Oh, for crying out loud, it's a feature? Yeah, you can control that. Wow. So it may be that that got adjusted. Okay. So it's too sensitive. Yeah. I even did a restore back a few days, and, um, you know, it... it did a restore, I guess, mm-hmm. but it tells me the restore didn't complete itself. But um, when I did that, the, the idea was to get back the keyboard on the computer on the laptop because, of course, it no longer worked since I uninstalled it, and that did come back. So I don't know. So then I went to the latest one, which had the Windows update. And that went through and said it didn't complete either. Yeah. So but, you have an issue with even your restore points, but that's yeah. that's some other issue I would, yeah. I would contend. But the repeating P issue, <laughs> the repeating key <laughs> issue, is something. Um, we have some links that we can put up here from Tom's Hardware, which is a good site um, yeah. that talks about solutions on HPs that have to do with what Bob suggested and about four or five other things you can try if you're getting this um, repeated key scenario or repeated key is what it's called um which i've never seen before (laughs) but it is a thing um so we'll put some links up there for you so you can try a few of those issues joe it shouldn't cost you an arm and a leg to try those issues just some time yeah um what's your site what this is your first day no but i have a bad memory (laughs) that's okay the name of the show computer talk with tab.com ComputerTalkWithTab.com. All one. All one word. I know it's a long one, but <laughs> ComputerTalkWithTab.com. The name of the show, .com, and they'll be in the archive links. Uh, that's where we'll show it first. All right. It or not. All right, Joe. All right. Thank you. You got it, sir. Yeah. Bye-bye. Right. Man, I hate it when your P just continues to just type right across your screen like that. It is not good. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick. Well, get online. We have four lines wide open. We are live. It is August 5th. We were off for a couple of weekends there. Come on, we needed a break. And uh, we'll be here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, or concerns. So get on during the news. We'll be right back. <laughs> 